Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening, thank you for tuning in. This is Neutral Wrestling. I'm Danny and I'm joined by Dan. How are you today, mate? I am good, Danny. What about yourself? I'm good, thank you, mate. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Um, Today we have just got off from watching Wrestle Kingdom 14, day or night one. Um, We... uh, We've come come away from this with our own little. Um, we're looking at what's going on on Twitter, and we've got our own opinions on it, and they may vary slightly. But we'll start off with yourself, mate. Um, where do you want to start on this one? In terms of, we've had a lot of preliminary matches, we've had a lot of tag matches. Um, so I'll let you start on where where, where to start, so to speak. Well, well, probably best talking about the bit. What do you think the biggest stories coming out of it are? Obviously, tomorrow, Old Carter against Naito, a rematch from two years ago at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Um, Hiromu wins the belt. The big redemption recovery storyline that's been, what, 18 months he's been out injured. He comes back and wins the belt. So they're probably the biggest two stories. Old Carter versus Naito tomorrow and Hiromu, the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. But um, yeah, Danny, we'll, we'll just get into it. We'll just start. Um, what was you? I'm curious because for people who don't know, we actually bought tickets for this show back. If you remember, Danny, what was it? Was it the night of the uh, G1 in Dallas? And I feel like we spent was, the first hour of that show. Well, you did trying to get tickets, and then I, I don't know. Did they come out the week after or something like that? No, uh, I, I think I think it was the night after um, because they put the wrong date up on um, right. On Twitter, but it was the correct date on the website, so there was different information coming out. Um, but yeah, the first hour was uh, was t- taken away from us from um, from the G one. Um, but yeah, it was uh, we got got the tickets. Then I got a reminder email yesterday to tell us to get to the box office uh, oh. at least an hour early. Um, so that that was great. I'm glad you forward me that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even chat about it to you. Um, but to be honest with you, um, it was uh, it, it, as people probably know, it fell apart a little bit. The whole thing. Um, it is something we want to. I want to do, but um, I'm not completely gutted that I've missed it so far. Yeah, I know. What you mean we were talking before we came off. Air. Like the show, it was really good, but I, for me. I, I think the biggest story, forget the results of the matches, I think the utilisation of the two nights schedule that they had, I don't feel, obviously there's time to put this right tomorrow, I don't feel that they used these two nights that they've had for Wrestle Kingdom in the best way that we possibly had. Like I think the story that no one seems to be mentioning, how can you have a two-day Wrestle Kingdom and not have Shingo Ishii maybe even Suzuki in singles matches, especially after the year that Ishii, and in particular Shingo Takagi, have many people's wrestler of the year, to not have them in a big, even any sort of singles match on a two-night show. I mean, if I'm them, I'm thinking, well, what hope do we have of getting on a one-night show if we can't even get on a two-night show? You've got Jay White, you've got Naito, you've got Ibushi, Okada, they're all going to be in two matches. You've got John Moxley, who is effectively (coughs) a New Japan part-timer. He in t- he's in two matches. Juice Robinson in two matches. And then you've just got, what, Ishii and Shingo, what, on the undercard and throwaway tag matches that nobody will remember. Well, I can't even remember them now, Danny. But, yeah, I think that's well, something I wanted to talk about. I, I don't I don't know. I can completely agree with you on Shingo. I think that Ishii is very much respected in Europe and in America. But in Japan, I don't think he's as much as a big deal as he is in the West, so to speak. He's um I don't that's why I think don't think he's been given a singles match. With Takagi, the one thing that you may say that there, there might be a spotlight for him on New Year's Dash, um on which this year is on the on Monday. Um so you can only say that that's been sold to him the well, all the new story storylines and angles start as of New Year's Dash. Maybe you've got something big for them coming up then. Um, but I, I completely agree with you, um, and especially with uh, Suzuki as well. Um, we'll just have to see what what happens going into this uh, 
this next day and then the following day at New Year's Dash. Yeah, it's like we were saying, should we run through like each match, match by match? But really, if you think about it, the opening, I had it down as an hour and a half. I got up about seven, I watched, tuned in and out of the pre-show. And at eight o'clock our time, the show starts. And I'm still sat there at half past nine. And I'm thinking, have I really seen a good match? Have I, obviously, the tag team title match was on the card. But was there really, I know we had Liger, but that was just, uh, well, a bit of a nothing match. Obviously, for the moment, more so than the match. But we're an hour and a half in to what is usually known as the best wrestling show of the year without having any... I don't know, good wrestling matches and matches of really any interest aside from the Liger match. But yeah, what was your thoughts on the opening hour and a half, Danny? Were you the same as me? As you usually have the opinion of, well, it's New Japan. They have these um, tags that are building to the future um, on most of the shows. But usually on a Wrestle Kingdom, we don't see those sort of matches. You might get one maximum, um, but to have it on Wrestle Kingdom, to me, just it sort of took away the feeling of this being a Wrestle Kingdom, more so the emphasis on tomorrow's show than today's. Um, I don't know how you felt about that. Yeah, I mean, you, you are right. Normally there's um, either a, a gauntlet match to start um, that takes up about 15 wrestlers, well, 14, 16 wrestlers, or there was they used to have the... Um, they call them? They call them the Wrestle Kingdom Rumbles or New Japan Rumbles. New Japan um, Rumbles, yeah. That's that that that's what they were. Um, so a lot of the guys that they wanted to get on the card but didn't have anything specific for them to do would be involved in these matches, which would take up the entirety of the preliminary um, or the pre-show. So obviously that hasn't happened here. Um, the matches are there was uh, a dojo versus dojo match. Um, which was quite, you know, it's got a little bit of a storyline behind it. Didn't really get much time um, and didn't really get to see so much of the really talented young lions, but it is the biggest event of the year. So are you going to want to see, are people going to want to see young lions in a pronounced match? I don't know whether they will or not. Um, the one I enjoyed was um, uh, Tenzan and Kojima versus Nagata and Nakanishi. Um it was only a it was only a quick five minute match, but it was hard hitting, strong style, old school strong style. Don't get me wrong, there wasn't a great deal of running going on during this match. I don't think cardio is anyone's friend in this match, um, but it was it was a good match to watch. I thought it was quite fun, um, but then yeah, it just settled into then another eight man tag, and then another eight man tag. Um, and then another eight-man tag. It, it just didn't seem there, would, there was no flow to it. Um, and whereas I'd always, as you say, I will say, well, this will build up future matches. The only future match I think this built up was um, the um, the one for tomorrow was Axe Junior versus uh, yeah your favourite your favourite of mine Sonada. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know how how good that was or wasn't. The um the Bullet Club versus Chaos match didn't seem to serve any purpose either. Um they weren't bad matches. They were just I just struggled to find that yeah. by the on They're the just show. matches you'd expect to see on a roll two show. Do you know what I mean? That yes. is, yeah. I watched three nights of roll two shows, bits of it last night. Do you know what I mean? I don't need this at the start of a Wrestle Kingdom, people have flown from all over the world. Like, if you're looking at Dominion last year, Danny, Dominion, yeah, the second match on that, the first two matches on Dominion, you'd expect tag matches or whatever. No, the first match on Dominion, I think it was, it was Moxley. Um, who was it Moxley against? What's his young lion called? Oh, Not, it was Shota Umino. Yeah, Shota Umino against John Moxley. The second match, if you remember, was a really good um, Nagata match against Shingo. So they started off that show with two singles matches, with Dominion's like their second biggest show of the year. And if you rewind even further back to last year's Wrestle Kingdom, the opening match was a great match between Ibushi and Will Ospreay. So to go from that to just start, do you know what I mean? With like, It was like I wanted Garlic Bread to start with, not like a little dish full of peanuts, if that makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I wish I could see your face now. But yeah, do you know what I'm saying yeah. though? Usually they're like... If, if, I hate to compare it to a WWE show because you can't do, but usually 
you'd like to think on a huge show like this, the opening match, you'd go out there and you'd kill it. Obviously, they had the Liger match to open with, so fair enough. But in the second match, I would have liked a bit more of an important match than something. Do you know what I mean? I was worried, Danny, you know that I had to sort a problem out over the phone to do with uh, football tickets today. And I was thinking, an hour into this show, I'm going to be missing something big. And really, it was no problem ringing up the ticket office to sort out my issue at nine o'clock because there was nothing <laughs> really going on. But yeah. anyway, I don't want to feel like I'm burying the show too much because the first half was, uh, it was forgetful. It's not something that I'm going to remember at all, probably not even tomorrow. But after that, we did get four worthy matches of the event that they were on, I felt. Yeah, I think um, we, we started the with the, the tag match. Um I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed seeing David Finley and Juice Robinson get the win on this one. Um, Gorillas of Destiny are a great team. I I think they, they they always get me up for a show. However, it was good to see some a little bit of young blood, a bit of something refreshing in the division. Um, it was uh, it, it was a decent a decent match. I thought it was. It was back and forwards. Um, some strong shots coming in here as well. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I actually, this was the one that started to get me thinking. Okay, you can start to turn things around, man. Yeah, as I this was the match. I think I was on the phone for this match, Danny. I literally only saw the last minute of it. Um, uh, but that's another problem that I was just about to say to you. So, where I'm used to watching wrestling, yeah, if it's live, it's at midnight or one a.m. The, the entire world is shut out. They're all asleep, so I'm sat. There's no distractions on my phone. There's no distractions, people at the door. Do you know what I mean? You, it's just you watching the show, or you're watching it the next day after you finish work. So I, I found it a bit strange watching such a big show at, like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, you know, when I'm just usually coming round. Um, but, yeah, that was what I, not, I not, noticed from watching it at that time. But at least we're not in America watching it at 5 o'clock in the morning. My heart bleeds. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so next, what was what was next? It was Moxley against um, Lance Archer. What, that's one thing they've done a really good job of this last year, the transformation of Lance Archer. He was just in his tag team um, with David Boy Smith Jr. And now he's someone who I could easily see you could have in a IWGP heavyweight title match on one of the B or C level shows. So they've done a really good job with Lance Archer. Um, and he was here against, what, one of the biggest stars from the West in John Moxley. What did you think of the match, Danny? Um, Texas really, death match. I really liked it. It wasn't a Texas death match as as we know. And it was basically a last man standing with submissions. Yeah. Um, but it, it was great. It was started off with... Um, Moxley, I think Archer hates his like, um, and Moxley worked on it for a little bit, and then sort of kind of forgot about it. But Archer was up on the ropes. I don't know whether he it was meant to or whether it, it, it was part of the selling the leg, but he slipped off the ropes. Yeah, he's a big guy anyway. And Moxley had hold of a um, a kendo stick, and within a flash, he was hitting him with it. So whether that was a, a mistake or whether it was um, whether it was planned, if it was a mistake, um, fair play to both John Moxley and uh, and uh, Archer, who just rolled with it um, completely. Um, I'm glad you pointed and- that out, Danny. I completely that was one of my main takes from the match. Moxley just showed great, I don't know, experience by just nailing him the second after he slipped off that. I mean, I think he slipped. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, they just I, did a I, great I- job. Of cover you, it made you think. Did he slip? Do you know what I mean? Whereas if they'd have just stood there for a few seconds, like a more inexperienced wrestler would have done, you would have known. Yeah, yeah. he slipped. He was just so so quick, and and Archer as well was uh, was quick to uh, to go with it as well. Um, but there, there was some good stuff, and they did set up a couple of um, a couple of big bumps on there uh, on in the middle of two chairs. And then with like a trash, like a garbage bin lid in the middle, um, and and there were some big big moves in the match. I uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. I think we're the <laughs> I know what's when, coming here when when, when uh, Lance Archer um, when he picked up the young lion from the side of the ring, um, and he was on the uh, on the apron. And he just threw, picked up the young, young, young lion and just threw him at Moxley in like a choke slam. 
And that was quite quite amusing. Yeah, what did you think of the uh, carrier bag spot? I seen your uh, post in the uh, uh, could have done without that personally. Um, where he just pulls like, but it, it wasn't even like a, a carrier bag. It was like one of the you know the one of the ones you get for um, when you get a bit of cheese or pasta in Sainsbury's yeah. um, uh, at the deli counter, and he tried to he, he tried to, to smother it. But it was, uh, I could have done without that to be honest with you, but it's a very very small criticism. Yeah, um, it looked like a, a cheese bag that my nana would bring back when she'd get some Lancashire cheese from the market. That's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Um, but the the the, um, the ending of the match was where, and these Japanese tables don't break easy. Um, and it was like a dirty deeds into the uh, or the death ride of the corner. Sorry. Um, into the uh, two ch- ch- two tables, and the two of them snapped violently instantly, um, which was good to see because Moxie really threw himself into it, as did Archer. But it looked like Archer got quite a bad cut on his arm when he'd gone, gone through the table. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know whether you noticed that. Yeah, I there. did at the end, yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, and that finishes the match. Uh, counts, uh, ten, ten counts, and John Moxley wins the match. Yeah, it was it was a really good match, weren't it? But I was I don't know, I thought it was good for what it was. But I was kind of hoping Archer would get back up and we'd get another few minutes, you know, at the end. And um, I think that was stopping it from going from a very good match to an excellent match. But yeah, it was really well worked. Um, Archer, I'd say I'm really impressed with Archer these last this last year. Um, but yeah, really good match. Um, what, what, I, I know, Danny, I always pressure for it and you don't like it, but for these big four matches at Wrestle Kingdom, I want to know what you're giving it. Go on, throw I'd some give, at it. I'd give that three and a half at least. Three and uh, a half, yeah. yeah. Um, and also just to say, some of his um, the, the comments after the show, after the match were interesting as well, um, considering there's been all this talk about AEW and New Japan possibly looking at a, a partnership after it had been denied and denied, especially from AEW's side. Um, I think John Moxley, he, he said something along the lines of, uh, I've come to Japan um, to leave with leave with nothing or leave with everything or something like that after the match. So uh, when he was challenging Juice. Um, so I, I don't know. It's a strange one, that, because... It doesn't sound like he's hanging around if that's the sort of stuff that he's coming out with. Yeah, great time for an Amazon delivery. Um, but sorry. Um, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It was um, it 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 left you thinking, mm, is something coming from that? Do you know what I mean? But um, sure. we will yeah. have to see tomorrow on that one. Maybe when we record our next show, we will know the answer. Um, but yeah, I think I I think I went about three point seven five on that. It was a really good. It was the first. Memorable match of the evening. That's it. That's it. And then we move on to um, the. I really. I think a lot of people were genuinely, um, genuinely looking forward to this match. Even if it had no build. Well, it did have build up, but even if it had no build up whatsoever, people would have been uh, would have been looking forward to it. And it's Will Ospreay versus Hiromu Takahashi. Um, yeah. I'll let you start on this one because well. It, it's an. It's. It, 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 I'll just say that it, for me, it was something different, but still good again from Osprey in a match. Yeah, it was great. I, th- I like the way they told the story of Osprey just controlling the first what two thirds of the match. He just yeah. worked the neck, but he didn't work the neck as in like traditional working of the neck. It was a Will Osprey style of working the neck. Um, it was it. I was thinking to myself, I thought these two could possibly. It was a great match. Um, really good match, but I think maybe if he didn't have, say, if it was a year after Hiromu had come back and they just went out there, balls to the wall for 20, 25 minutes, they possibly could have had a better match athleticism wise. But I did like the fact they had the story, works on the neck. Um, it helps because uh, Hiromu has lost all three tag matches um, on the road to the Tokyo shows. I want to get your thoughts on this, Danny. Right, I thought because Neil's been get, trying to get me to watch these tag matches with Hiromu in, and I thought for me, I'd sooner the first time I see him back be this match with Osprey. I know why they will have done the tag matches to like get get rid of ring rust, just see get let him get the feel for it again. But 
the whole reason they brought him back at the time they did, you would expect it to be, so that his first match back would be at Wrestle Kingdom. And I felt that it took a little bit away just from the fact that we'd already seen him three nights in a row um, on the road to Tokyo Dome shows. And I think this match, forget this IC title, whatever. I know they really wanted to do it where they did the two matches on the opening night, the main event, the second night. But for me, the first night main event should have been this. The second night main event should have been that IWGP title match. I just think this the endings of this match would have been more fitting. It was a great match if it had been the main event and you'd have had Hiromu standing tall with the belt, the confetti falling as we go off air for night one. Um, but, yeah, that's my views on it. I, I've got to be honest, I don't, I don't see it as... I don't think either of them are at main event status yet. As, as good as Will Ospreay is and as good as Takahashi is. Uh, Second top merch seller in New Japan. May, may well be mate um, but at the same time the, those um, it doesn't have the gravitas of the other two matches in my opinion um, but I just need to talk about that little um, sequence when, oh, amazing, when Osprey man. was dominating um, and he, he put like um, he, he went out to the ring didn't he um, Takashi and then he got he, he kind of done um Osprey done like a wheelbarrow um out the thing there was Osprey kicked out sorry but I'm just trying to remember he basically come out of the ring and Takashi caught him and tried to do like a back suplex or a German suplex. Osprey yeah. went over done a not a cartwheel but he, he spun over landed on his feet. And then got thrown back into the ring with like some kind of suplex. It was like a belly to belly, weren't it? Yeah, and kind of landed, landed on his feet, and then carried on running, and then come back out with a Sasuke special. It was such a great little, um, uh, a, a, such a great little spot. So it's I, I've described it terribly, but if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Um, it, it it's absolutely fantastic. Um, but then it starts things start turning around for Hiromu. And again, I think it was really, really well done with the um, the, the psychology in this match and the story of the match. Um, and it was, um, he, he hit a time, his time bomb at the end to go to, to go and try and go for the pin. I thought that was it. I thought it was done. Osprey kicked out in the latest of late pinfalls, um, which was, re- again, really well done. And then Takahashi does this Kind of new move, which which basically for t- to me it looked like an inverted time bomb. So a time bomb, if he was doing it the other way around to the body, um, and and got the win in the match. Yeah, I mean they did it in the Osprey match last year. If you remember, they introduced a new finishing move, uh, the Hidden Blade. That was the first yeah. time I think he'd ever done it on Ibushi. I think he concussed him, didn't he? Did you see the Hidden Blade that he did in this match? Yeah, flipping heck, I thought he was gone. He was gone. It proper connected with him. It looks so so good as well, doesn't it? I know. One of my favourite moments from this match, Danny, was, I don't, it might not be, it's not like something you're going to put in a gif or whatever, but they were just doing a striking battle in the middle of the ring, um, halfway, two thirds through the match. And the roar from the Tokyo Dome when these punches were going, the crowd, it was just every punch, the, the roar was just fantastic. It was at that moment I thought, I wish I was there. It was the only moment, I think, throughout the show that I was like, oh, I wish I was there for that. Um, but, yeah, they, so, this this match, we were talking before, weren't we, that it was like, it, it was a great match. Mm. It might not necessarily be in the top two, top three matches of the year come the end of it. I know people might be listening and thinking, what, it was amazing. But yeah. I think it was a great match. And th- that's what you know what I mean. Not every match is going to be match of the decade, five, six, seven stars. This was for me like it was. I gave it four and a half. Not that it matters, but it was a great match. And yeah, it, it's one. It's going to be one of the better matches of the year. But I don't think it was. The, it wasn't your Omega um, Okada type match, was it? But it was still oh. a great match. But I do think. I know you disagree. I do think this match should have been last on one of the nights. But that's what is best about being open to debate. What What did you go on it, Danny? Did you have it as high as four and a half or? No, I didn't. I did a four. Um, it, it was a great match. I really enjoyed it, um, but it, it didn't. It hasn't compared 
to a lot of the stuff that he's been doing over the course of the year. Um, for me, um, it, it was so far. See, the thing is, we keep expecting more and more and more of Will Ospreay. Um, and he's, he's only, and he does, he keeps delivering, but he can't deliver every single time. Um, with something much more outstanding, it was a really, really good, good match. I'm not knocking it, but it kind of felt like it was a plateau. Um, it was on the same level of not his greatest, not his greatest way, but certainly nowhere near his worst at the same time. If that makes any sense, it just wasn't that blow away Will Ospreay match that I thought we were going to get. As I say, I'm going to go four stars on this one, mate. What's your uh, what's your verdict? Yeah, so I, I was four and a half, Danny. Um, I liked oh. it a little bit more than you. Um, yeah. But I say, I think I think the performance from Osprey is one of his best. I really do. To to take, not to carry, but to take Hiromu in his first singles match back to a great match. I just thought Osprey was amazing in this match. Um, I think, obviously, Hiromu, it, it's going to take him time to get back to the level he was at. I'm thinking of that Ishimori match in the final of the Best of Super Juniors about a month before he picked up his injury. Um, I think we're going to know more when Hiromu's against, say, lesser opponents if he's still at that incredibly high level that he was at before he got his injury. But as far as this match goes, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I, I had it, I'm a spoiler alert for later on in the review, I had it as match of the night. Okay. Well, uh, we it moves us on to um, uh, the the next one, which was for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And it was the champion Jay White taking on Tetsuya Naito. Um, again, this this didn't do a great deal for me, unfortunately. I know a lot of people really enjoyed it. Um, I, I expected better. I was, I, what I feel is if this was a match between Randy Orton and Seth Rollins and they wrestled the exact same match, there wouldn't be there would be nobody stating how good it was. It would just be a standard match. Um, it went on. It, it had its time. I just did not at any point get involved in this match, I, which which was strange. I don't know whether it was just like a little bit of um, the fact that this was, you know, towards the end of the night, not quite the main event. Um, I already watched a, a lot of wrestling, um, but I just, was not involved in this match whatsoever. Yeah, I think obviously it followed a really good match. Um, I think, Danny, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I enjoyed the match towards the mm. second half of the match. I, I don't think it was a great match. I'd have it three and a half, three point seven five. It was very good. I didn't think it was. I think I think you've got Naito, who is nowhere near at the level he was two years ago, probably due nowhere to injury. Near. I was talking to. Uh, Someone about the uh, Naito match, Naito Omega match, the final of the G1. Um, what was it now? Maybe two, two and a half years ago. And that night, for me, Naito peaked. He was unbelievable in that match. He was on a different level. And now, due to injuries, due to whatever, he's not. He's just not there. I mean, you'd see a few times he'd slip off the rope during the match. Yeah, I was, I was just going to mention that. Um, he did did it twice, didn't he, when he was going yep. for the spike DDT. And... Um, even when he hit it the second time, it, it, the impact didn't look anywhere. He hit three Destinos. Not one of them looked anywhere near like they used to. Um, it's I like was his really... body can't do what his mind's telling him. Yeah, yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, but I think let's let's be honest though. The man, the probably the best commentator in wrestling, does a great job of covering up that these Destinos aren't maybe what they were because his commentary for a Destino it is it is <laughs> Channel Five Italian football esque. It is brilliant. His commentary when Naito hits that Destino is just brilliant. But um, I, I see now we're talking about Jay White. A lot of people dislike Jay White. I used to, but I saw live his performance at Madison Square Garden. And that just completely changed it for me. But that match wasn't completely... I think he's hindered a lot by the fact that all the shenanigans that go on with his gimmick 
I think if he was just allowed to go out there and wrestle a 20-minute match with no nonsense in it, you'd see a better version of Jay White. But sometimes it is a bit too much, the Gaydol interference. I can't wait for the day Gaydol just goes away from the Jay White character, to be honest. Um, but obviously, well, you're going to get that with a Bullet Club. And I think when you mesh the two, a beaten-up Naito against a hindered Jay White, you're not going to get a level of match you usually get in the semi-main event of a Wrestle Kingdom. No, I mean... Jay White's one of them. I can think differently of Jay White on each and every match. Um, I remember when he was when he was a young lion, he looked fantastic. Then he went on excursion, spent a lot of time in ROH uh, and the American Indies. Again, looked really, really good. Come back with a switchblade gimmick, had a terrible match. I think it was our last year's Wrestle Kingdom against uh, Tanahashi. Um, when he beat Tanahashi... I think it was where he debuted the Switchblade character. I yeah, remember. I remember that. Two years ago uh, at Wrestle Kingdom, weren't it? Two years, was it? Um, and it, it just it, it hasn't hit for me again. I saw him at Madison Square Garden. He looked amazing. There's been other times when he's looked really, really good as well. And again, tonight was just one of those... It was one of those times where, as you say, the, 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 sum, the sum of the parts didn't seem to add up. With uh, with this whole match, so it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad match. It sounds like I'm shitting on it. I'm not. It was it was an average match. I don't think it was a match to be semi main events on the biggest night one of the biggest show of the year. Yeah, they they had they had the uh, block final as well in the G one, and that yeah. didn't live up to it. I, I understand why it's there. Uh, obviously, you know, because it's leading to the double title match tomorrow. Um, but it was um, it was a win for Naito after. A uh, Destino on the pin. Um, and I'd say if it was given a star rating, it'd be like 3.25. Yeah, I think I went three and three quarters. I did like the last five to ten minutes, probably a little bit more um, than you did. Um, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. What, one thing that there's two notes I've got from it. Naito, because of the work that Jay White did on the knee, is going to be perfect for old Carter to exploit in the opening of the match tomorrow night. Because obviously we know old Carter loves his opening 15 to 20 minutes of slowly building the match up. So I expect to see Okada work on the knee. Um, but the three count, why did Red Shoe sort of hesitate to count? Uh, did he, like, I don't know. He, like, went to count the three and then stopped and then tapped his hand. It was really strange. I don't know whether it was because he, he, he caused a knock earlier on. Yeah. Um, and they've just done one kick out of a Destino. I don't know whether he got himself mixed up. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know. But it, it was three. It was the right. It was the right result. It, it did look a little bit odd, though. Yeah, yeah. So that leads us. Naito will be facing the winner of Okada Ibushi. Um, this match, Danny Okada Ibushi, main event of night one of Wrestle Kingdom, right? <sighs> I've seen praise on Twitter. I'm reading through. Match of the decade, 5.56 stars, unbelievable. I'm thinking it was a great match. Mm. I would, we in the G1, they did a block final where it was Okada Ibushi and they did a match. And I'm thinking, hmm, they're saving that for Wrestle Kingdom. They're saving parts of this match for Wrestle Kingdom. And they worked an Okada style match that time. And I thought maybe at Wrestle Kingdom, maybe. I was probably foolish thinking this. Maybe they'll go more of an Ibushi-style match. That was what I was hoping for. But what we got, for me, was an Okada time match, which I have no problem with. He's one of my favourite wrestlers in the world. But the Okada match works great against, I don't know, say a Sonada. We've seen the Okada-Sonada match. And I feel like this match in the opening two-thirds of it was more Okada-Sonada than the Okada-Ibushi match I would have been pictured. Though, don't get me wrong, the last... 10, 15 minutes, his match were amazing, world-class, whatever you want to call it. I thought it was brilliant. But yeah. you can't overlook... I don't know, I was just waiting. I was waiting to get into it. Usually it takes me 10 to 15 to be hooked on an old card match, and I felt like this sort of took 25 to 30. Like, when, when the commentator said, oh, we're 35 minutes in, I was like, what? 35 minutes? But I don't know whether that was just me, but it was a great match. It was a great match, but... Match of the year contender, it was not. I'm, I'm kind of the, the other way around. When it got, and the, the, the commentators shouted 30 minutes, I couldn't believe it had been 30 minutes. 
Um, it seems to have gone by so fast. No, I um, agree with that, Danny. That's what I meant. Oh, but at the same Sorry. time, I f- it did fly, which is a good thing. But at the same time, I'm thinking 35 minutes in, not a whole lot seems to have happened. Yeah, but, I think I think what was a really good um, point of the match, and I agree, I think it was a really good match. And I don't think it was one of Ricardo's best either. And I don't think it was one of Ibushi's best, but it was still a really good match. Um, the, the the bits where the um, Akada was was going full in on his kicks. Yeah, sorry, uh, Abushi was going full in on his kicks, and then when he started punching him, when he was just flat punching him, and um, Red Shoes, you know, had to take him away, and basically saying, "Listen, you're facing disqualification if you carry on like this." And Akada sold it so well, he was just slumped in the corner. So that was really, really good, and something yeah. that you know you don't always see. Um, I enjoyed the. I really enjoyed the build up. Um, the last ten minutes were great, but again, it it was a really really good match that kind of it wasn't. Um, it was like a sparkler. It was really good all the way along, and then it just died. Uh, it just not that it died. It just it went out and the match was over. There was no for me. There was no up and down. Um, it was just. A really good pace throughout the match. I know what you mean. Like it only usually you get that. You did get sort of the finishing stretch, but with Okada, I oh, suppose yeah, was, was sort of trained. It was, it was more four. What does he hit five? Um, do you know what I mean? Hit five. Oh, I was flipping out. Danny Long Day. What's his finishing move called? I'm terrible. We Yeah, five rain. How did I forget that? Five rainmakers. But I felt like it was more dominant Okada finish than back and forth finish that we might be used to, which I did like, but it maybe wasn't. In my head, this match wasn't how I would have pictured it coming out, but it was still great. I'm not saying it's I, not I, great. I love the, um, the kick-outs from, um, from the Rainmaker. I love the... Um... The reverse rainmaker when uh, we thought he was about to hit it, and all of a sudden the bushy pulled his own rainmaker out of nowhere. That was really, really good. Um, and I, I did. I, I really enjoyed the finish. Uh, I really enjoyed the match. But when you go into Wrestle Kingdom, you expect something. You expect something well beaten. Um, I don't know whether that was the case. As you said, you see being on Twitter and you're, you're hearing a lot of people say the complete opposite, and that's fine. It's about opinions. I'm glad they enjoyed it. For me, I've come out of this first night of, or first day of Wrestle Kingdom a little bit underwhelmed, not disappointed, just a little bit underwhelmed that we didn't see something more. However, this is the first time that it's going to be a two-day Wrestle Kingdom. And in terms of the pacing of the matches, in terms of the numerous eight mans that were, that were on there today. Maybe this is New Japan still learning how to book a show that they're looking at as not a one-day show, not as two one-day shows, but as a full two-day show, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do, Danny. I, do you know what? I was just thinking then, right, you're telling me that you love the opening bit of the match, right? And I had the problem in these two main events of just not being, I don't know, normally when the matches are going on on a wrestle kid, I'm thinking, who's going to win? I'm dead into it. But I think one of the problems is we know that the big match, the big match is tomorrow. So these are just sort of, they're like your semi-finals to your final. They're like your first leg to your second leg. It's at a Wrestle Kingdom, you expect this is like the big payoff, in it? Whereas instead yeah. these two matches were like, not preliminary, prelim, whatever, <laughs> right? But you know what I'm saying? They were like, it's Wrestle Kingdom, I'm expecting it to be on the edge of my seat thinking this is it. Whereas really, this is just... Do you know what I mean? This is the semi-finals, effectively. This isn't meant to be the match of the decade, the whatever you want to call it. This is meant to just purely lead to tomorrow, which well, I, think I think was part of the problem. Just let me put in there, mate, sorry, as well. We were talking, I think it was the day, the night of or the day after um, the G-Bon Supercard, um, and it was just when... Um, when Naito was starting to push the story about uh, being holding two belts, he wanted to be the first one. Now, that was early April um, last year. So this has been a slow build, this storyline. But it's also been a, it's been a slow build where for a large majority of that time, 
where this storyline's been building, he hasn't held the Intercontinental Championship um, since, he, since he lost it. So when he's lost it, and I think he lost it to the G1 Supercard, didn't he? Yeah, I think Ibushi. Ibushi. I know Ibushi. Yeah. Actually, and then, it, when did when did he actually win it? Did he win it? I feel like he won it against Taichi, maybe, at Power Struggle. But I don't but, know. It's all... But for the, for the great majority of this storyline, where he's been so much having two belts, he has not won either the Intercontinental or the World title. So, it means that throughout this, since March or April, it's been building up to a point where you knew he was going to win at least one. You yeah. knew he was going to win tonight. So that kind of took away from it. Now, I think he's going to win to tomorrow as well. Um, yeah, he is. I'm sure we'll get on to that. But it has taken a bit of the edge off me because, I'll be honest with you, I could have probably called every single match on that card beforehand. Um, Hold on a second, Danny. Was Jay yeah. White the champion going into this match? Say again. It was Jay White the champion going into this match or Nigel? That's how uninvolved in this yes, story. Yes, it, it, it was Jay White. I thought Nigel was going in as the champion. Do you know what Jesus. I mean? So that just shows yeah. how, for me, and I'm concentrating this, on tonight. It's tomorrow. And this this isn't like this isn't something you watch regularly. You know what you're talking about. And for, for the fact that you've just forgotten that. Yeah. Um, it says a lot. But I'm hoping for a lot better tomorrow. Um, have we got time to have a little go through this card tomorrow? I am in no rush, Danny, whatsoever. But just quickly before we, we go into tomorrow's show, what are your overall thoughts on night one? If you had to uh, forget scores, whatever. What are you? Yeah. I feel like we've buried the show, but we're not. There was, there was no. just... We're talking about the negatives in the show. Don't get me wrong. Two great matches, yeah? Some good matches, but... I think we're just that accustomed when it comes to a Wrestle Kingdom and when it comes to New Japan, expecting world-class stuff throughout the show. And if we're honest, we didn't get it. Not that there's a problem with that because the main show, if we come out of tomorrow's show with the same feeling again, then I might be a little bit more like, ugh. But if the the show that matters is tomorrow's show. It is. And and I think, as I said, to sum up, it, it would be... Underwhelmed, um, not disappointed. Um, really good card. Was not a bad match on the card, I would say. There were some short matches and some just okay matches, but there wasn't a bad match on the card. It's just as you say, we 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 expect so much more. Yeah, I think it's the one. Hard. I think the I think the one people who will be looking at this and who will be closely looking at this is going to be. Um, WWE, um, and I think the reason they'll be looking at this is because WWE makes money, they're a money-making machine, and I think they got the option to sell out an 80,000 80, seat arena over two nights once a year rather than just one night, when all their equipment is there and they're not going to have to double the production costs because everything's still there and logistics and stuff like that. I think they're going to be looking at this very, very closely. Um, yeah. And I think we could see we could see something. Uh, but that's an aside. Um, tomorrow I've got a lot of we've got a lot more single matches. We've got a lot more going into tomorrow. We've got the last match of uh, uh Lager. It's it's a big deal, um, and I'm really looking forward to. It. I hope it can. Improve. As I say, we, we're not used to two day wrestle wrestle kingdoms. So let's hope that the momentum is all going into tomorrow. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the main show. But the interesting fact is, Danny, today was the sellout show, I think. Tomorrow's not sold out. Um, so that that's quite an interesting tidbit. Mm. But, yeah, and it's tough, isn't it? I mean, from a, from a live personal perspective, I'd sooner there be two nights of a Wrestle Kingdom if it's booked properly. Because for people like us who are considering going to Japan, I'd sooner go out there for two shows than one. Um, but... I don't know. Sometimes it, I don't know. If it makes business sense, then I suppose it's worth doing. But as I say, like you said, it's only the first time they've done it. But I don't want it to come like we're shitting on the show. There's just things we maybe would have done differently, and our high expectations maybe were just too high. And we, and we as fans, still don't really understand how to view a two-night event. Yeah, definitely. Def- I mean, it's just natural, isn't it, Danny? Say if Okada 
No, it didn't work like that. But in the back of your mind, if you're thinking, I've got to go out there and work a 40-minute match tomorrow, normal people are not going to go out there and kill themselves unless you call Ribushi. But do you know what I mean? There's got to be that thing yeah. in the back of your head of, I need to be 100% tomorrow. But we'll yeah. see. Um, tomorrow's show, then. Um, oh Christ. An opening match, never open weight, six-man tag gauntlet. That just sounds like... Well, Ish, again, what is she doing in that? It, 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 but again, it's a gauntlet. It's getting what, what we spoke about before. It's getting the people who need to be on the show on the show, and it's not having three or four eight-man tags uh, over the course of the show. So I'm happy with it. Um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm happy with it. But as we said, we would have liked to see, from a selfish point of view, she involved in a singles match. But yeah, it's um, it's... The MVPs um, and uh, Taguchi versus Chaos, Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Eagles, LIJ, Shingo, Takagi, Bushi, and Suzuki Goon, Taichi, Al Desperado, and Kanamoru, and Bullet Club, Fale, Owens, and Takashi. Um, it's a standard uh, yeah. six man. Yeah. Any relevance? No, no, not for me. Right, first match, first match. Oh, they're, they're opening with uh, Liger again. Um, surprise, you know, they've not... I know it's obviously... I'm guessing he's had a lot of influence on his final matches, but I watched Liger against Ishimori last February, and they had a great singles match. So I was kind of hoping we'd get a Liger singles match, but instead he's against... what well, he's teaming with Sano against Dragon Lee and Hiromu Takahashi, and that, I'm sure they'll, that'll be a good match. Uh, a very emotional match to start the show. Um, and then, what, what's next? El Faltasmo, Ishimori against Sho and Yo. Um, and that should be good if given time, Danny. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, Ishimori is fantastic. El Faltasmo has just got better and better over the course of the last 18 months. I think we've said this every time we spoke to, spoke about him. Yeah, it should be a junior tag belt on the line. Should be a good one. Yeah, and then... Uh, British heavyweight champion could be, probably will be, the heavyweight champion of Britain is probably going to be Sonada. It's going to be a sad, sad moment in time for Britain. Um, yeah, but they, they have pretty good matches, Sabre and Sonada. I feel like we've seen that match so many times in the last 12 months. But um, it main evented the Red Pro. Did you go to that Red Pro show in Manchester in the summer? No, I didn't. So I didn't. Right, it main evented that. Mm. Um but yeah, I've seen it countless times in the G1. I'm sure it'll be good. Every Zack Sabre Jr. match is usually good. Um, yeah, it's, you going with Sonata? Um, I think I think it makes sense to go with Sonata. Um, yeah, yeah, I can go, I can go with Sonata. It's, it's I, I would like to see uh, Zack hold on to it from a personal point of view, but I'm really not that fussed. Um, yeah, it's going to be probably going to be a good match. Um, it's not one I'm invested in, but it should be good. Um, and the next one I'm really invested in after the first match, um, John Moxley versus Juice Robinson for the United States Championship. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a great match. One, I think I'm expecting Robinson to win. I'm thinking they're trying to make Robinson into more of a star. He signed that. What did he sign? Like a four-year contract. He's moved mm. over to Japan full time. I think. Um, so they're obviously trying to make another Western star. So I ex fully expect Moxley to put Juice over in this match. Um, I don't know. Is it? Uh, are you, you you say Moxley's going to retain? Yeah. No. 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 I think he's he's definitely going to lose. Um, I just I find it. Why put um, that that title? I mean, the title belt looks beautiful. I know I said this to you earlier on, and people so a lot of people really aren't asked, but <coughs> this was brought up as a, a a major title, major secondary title. And I just feel having on Juice, who's great, but he's also a tag champ as well, it it takes a little bit of the shine off that. Yep. <coughs> oh, excuse yeah, me. I agree um, with that, Tommy. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to see Juice, Juice win the title, but... Let's have a long-term plan in place for what we want to do with this title, whether it means getting rid of it eventually, or uh, you know, unifying it with uh, with another with another title. Let's 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 try and do something, uh, or just make it mean more. 
Um, moving on from there, um, Kenta versus Haruki Goto um, for the Never Openweight Championship. I didn't mention it before, um, but Goto, I, I've never seen, I haven't seen him in such good shape in the ring or looks wise for about five years. Um, he looks absolutely phenomenal at the moment. The best he's looked for years. So I'm really looking forward to that match with Kenta. Yeah, Goto always delivers at Wrestle Kingdom in singles matches as well. Mm. Do you remember that match with Suzuki a few years ago? Was it the hair versus hair match? That it was, was a great yeah. match. Absolutely fantastic. Um, really, really looking forward to it. And as I say, I'm glad he's got his mojo back. He's looking... He's looking, as I say, probably the best I've seen him in a long time. Yeah, he went to train with um, Shibata in um, in LA. Isn't it strange they had that Shibata coming back in the G1? He came back in the G1, and then he he did um, he was involved in physicality at Power Struggle, and it mm. led you think, is he coming back? And to just, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? What you? It, it reminds me of that time you had a. Uh, Brian and Shawn Michaels get into um, an altercation to not set up the match. Mm. Um, but it just seems, I thought that Re- Wrestle Kingdom, if you'd have asked me six months ago, I would have said Shibata against Kenta. But maybe they didn't want um, Shibata returning on the same weekend as Hiromu, or maybe he just can't return at all. Who knows? But, yeah. Um, next, it's the two losers. The two losers, for some reason, get a number one contenders match for the heavyweight title, Ibushi versus JY, a rematch of the G1 final. A Danny. third and fourth place playoff. Um, yeah. And we know what we think of them, don't we? Belgium versus England, meaningless. Meaningless. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, we, I don't know whether we spoke off air before or whether um, I, I can only see this going one way, and it's... Um, it's with a Jay White victory, um, going stepping into the number one contendership. Too soon for a uh, closer to be going back into the fray. Um, maybe look at that towards Dominion. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's Jay White all over this. Yeah, yeah, same here. They'll they'll go into what to live live and all. Well, the old soccer shows the end of January. Do you know what I mean? They usually have a big show at the end of March. Um, do you know what? Speaking of that, Danny, I was hoping. Every Wrestle Kingdom, we get the uh, video package detailing all the show dates for um, yes. the, next, the upcoming year. And obviously, they're mm. probably saving it for tomorrow. But that also took... Usually, you're on a high when you've seen those dates going into the show. That's something that made it not feel like a Wrestle Kingdom and more like a Kings of Pro Wrestling. Um, mm. I would I always like that at the start of the show. Um, but yeah, so we're both going with Jay White for that one. Now, next, Tanahashi Jericho. But this is a match that they could have even headlined night one with. Um, this is a huge match. Um, obviously, the big thing <laughs> all over social media. Will AEW and New Japan form together? Will they have a partnership? They've obviously, on the on um, the New Japan website, they've acknowledged that Jericho is the AEW champion. Chris Jericho has said that Tony Khan has said that if Tanahashi wins, he will get a shot at the IWGP at the IWGP, the AEW title. Um, is it just Jericho trying to get more interest into his match, or is there something more behind this? Uh, <coughs> what are you saying, I th- Danny? I think there's, I think there's something more. I, I, I think New Japan had a, a relationship with ROH where they built up, and still have one with Lev Pro, where they've built up a lot of trust over the years, um, and CMLO. Um, so... I think they won't go into anything full tilt. Um, it's the fact that they've Moxley. They had basically had they had the Japanese rights to Moxley, and I think it was something similar with um, Chris Chris Jericho. Because I think he was still under WWE contract when they signed him to this two or three year deal with just being exclusive to them in Japan. Um, however, I think this is um, this is something where. Discussions are being had in the background. People who work with people know people who used to work with people, if that makes sense. There's, there's certainly discussions. I don't think it's going to be a huge announcement um, on New Year's Dash to say that New Japan, New Partners, AEW, I think what you might see is you might see an AEW, a special challenge match where somebody with a bit of history Maybe Kenny Omega um, challenges somebody from New Japan. 
or he, he sets an open challenge and somebody walks out. Um, I think he'll have that at first, and it won't be acknowledged. It'll just it'll only be acknowledged. So yeah, so and so is going over to AEW to have a match, and I think a number of those kind of deals will happen before anything is said. In kind of we are now partners with AEW. You've got to build up trust. New Japan, I think uh, Nick Jackson has already come out and said that New Japan had kind of lost a bit of trust in them when they'd said after um, the, the first show that they did, was it all in? Um, the, you know, they, they, they were going to be planning to start their own promotion, but eventually they did, and he said he thinks they lost a little bit of trust in them. So there's, there's a little bit of mending fences to do. But hopefully we can see. So, as I said last last uh, episode, want to see more of this cross promotion. It's only it's just interesting for everyone. Yeah, come on, give us the New Japan versus AEW show in Tampa. That's what I want to see. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're getting that, but that'd be great. They, they've not announced where Dynamite is the first week in April. You never know. You never know. We've not had the uh, upcoming schedule for New Japan today. <laughs> Who knows? No, that's true. I think we're pin- clutching at straws for that. But yeah, um... I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit too late as well. I I, I think what might be um, what what might be doable in years to come, um, next year or the year after, if there is a partnership built, then you could have uh, an AEW um, stroke New Japan weekend, and you could have somewhere like that bigger arena in Dallas where they did the G One and hardly sold any tickets, where they could have. Um, two or three nights, a number of super shows. Obviously, um, Rev Pro are connected to um, uh, to New Japan, and the, a AAA uh, a, they're in a working relationship with AEW. So they're affiliated to different uh, international and other brands. So maybe it could be like the way UFC has International Fight Week in uh, in Vegas. Um, it might be a collaborative. Um, that could be a possibility, and I think that would be really cool to go to. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Main event, Danny. Who are you going with? Oh, Carter versus Knight, or? Yeah, unfortunately. Not unfortunately, but I think Knight is going to win. I think it's going to be the storyline uh, ending uh, to the two belts, and hopefully he can start, his performances can start. Uh, going up um and just to say as well sorry um i see um tanahashi winning the uh, the match before yeah so i'm hoping tanahashi wins because if he does then that means there is some sort of do you know what i mean there's going to be well tanahashi's going to wrestle in AEW if he wins the match so i think we're all behind tanahashi tomorrow to beat chris jericho as for okada night oh i think the storyline like you said it calls for a night victory um, obviously, he lost the match to Okada um, two years ago at Wrestle Kingdom. Outrage all over from New Japan fans as they wanted Naito to win that match. They've teased all year Naito's not going to be involved in Wrestle Kingdom by losing. Everyone thought he was winning the G1 and he didn't. But at the last minute, he got in um, to this picture at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me, Danny. Obviously, Okada has got the uh, well. He's got some role in the Olympics. So maybe they'll want to keep the belt on him. You know what New Japan are like? They sometimes think, right, our big star is Okada. If there's a huge, giant match, Okada's winning that match. That seems to be the way it's gone in previous years. So it wouldn't surprise me if they went with Okada. But I think the story calls for a Naito win. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's show. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. To it. On the back of today, so maybe maybe they've done the job because it was a little bit underwhelming today, but we've got a lot to look forward to tomorrow. So possibly that's the hook. You've got you on the line now, and tomorrow's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I feel more excited after it after we've just gone through the matches. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm really excited it's, for the the double main event. that's going to be amazing. Yes, let's hope so. And as I say, let's hope Naito can um, can really pull out a performance. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the two matches, Danny, are more. I want to know who wins, which is what your big show of the year should be about. Whereas today I was a bit more, I, I hope it's a good match. I'm not really curious who's going to win because I'm pretty sure it's all Carter and Naito. Yeah. Um, and Hiromu was never losing that match to Will Ospreay. So 
Um, tomorrow's more a bit more unpredictable and a bit more the repercussions of the winners of the double main event are going to impact the rest of the year and maybe further on than that. So yeah, tomorrow's show is a huge show. Are you getting up for it, Danny? I will. I will be mate, Yeah. Are we doing a show straight after? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to need to because I'm going to have to get away for the um, for the uh, derby tomorrow. Yeah, Liverpool Everton tomorrow. Um, so yeah, that's it. I'm not going on North End today, so in no rush. But yeah, um, we will speak tomorrow, Danny. If you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Just search Neutral Neutral Wrestling on Apple, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you can get your podcasts from. Um, yeah, hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about day two of Wrestle Kingdom. And Danny, I will speak to you tomorrow. Happy New Year, all. Thank you.